Everything about this show terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was quite strong enough. Getting emotional even thinking about it. I felt like when he came out, we were looking at a winner. I've picked up some energy. Welcome back to the Icebreakers podcast. I'm Matt Evers, sat alongside the beautiful Frankie Seaman. How are you tonight? I'm great. What a show. What an absolutely incredible show. We have now seen all of the celebrities perform Series 16 of Dancing on Ice and somebody's journey tonight on Dancing on Ice ends. Boo. Boo! And fantastically this week, we had an incredible exclusive sit down with your ex-skating partner, Denise Welsh, Dancing on Ice royalty. Yes. She was spilling the beans on her experiences, both during the show and how it changed her life after the show. So tune in on Friday for our bonus episodes where you can get all the stories. And just for you, we are going to give you a little clip to preview. So have a listen to this. And I always say to people, oh my God, you know, my memories of that show are, I was terrified a lot of the time, but the fun we had will stay with me forever. And I think what a shame if you don't, you know, if, if you don't have that bond with your partner, because this thing people talk about the bubble, you know, it always sounds a bit pretentious if you haven't been in the bubble of one of these shows, but literally your real life has to trail behind your dancing on ice life. All right, looking forward to that interview with Denise on Friday. Can't but wait. But before we get any further into tonight's show, it is time for us to do our golden envelopes. <gasps> I'm so excited about the golden envelopes. And here they are. They're beautiful. Gold. Thanks, producer Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. Okay. So we are going to write down our predictions for who we think is going to win the 16th series of Dancing on Ice. And actually, having seen all 12 celebrities skate now, I think there are quite a few that are going to be really, really fighting for that final. It's interesting that these first two weeks, probably we haven't seen this in quite a few seasons. There are, I would say, four or five contenders. It is strong out there. It's really strong. I wouldn't want to be competing cast. this year. Oh, gosh. The pressure's on. Everybody's looking at me. What am I going to write? Who am I going to write? Um, I need to look at the... Okay. Oh, I'm not where... going to look because I don't want to be influenced by you. I already have my winner, so while you're taking your sweet time... I just want to get the pen and write. There you Thank go. You. And it's even a purple pen. So then we're going to seal these into our envelopes. We will be opening these up on the finale episode of Dancing on Ice, which will unfortunately be our last episode of the Icebreakers for this series. Wink, wink. Who did right. you write? I'm not telling you who I wrote. <laughs> What's wrong with you? All right, we're going to lick the envelopes. Ew. I kind it. of enjoy the taste of an envelope. Ew. <laughs> what is, again, what is wrong with you? Okay, write your name on the front so we okay. know who's who's. I put Frank's. It rhymes with Spanx, so I wrote that too. Frank Spanx. <laughs> Thanks. All right, let me write mine. So no peeking, no cheating. Um, they these... are going to sit on the table in front of us for the rest of the series. Waiting to be opened. Waiting for the big reveal. Now, what if I, what if I win and you don't? What are you going to get What me? do we win? It should be a bottle of champagne. I can't drink champagne. I'm okay, allergic to white grapes now. Okay, it should be... What can we drink? I mean, what can we do? It should be a... Donuts. It should be donuts. Donuts. Or okay. a pizza party. Donuts. Pizza. Pizza. Okay. It's a pizza party. Whoever whoever is correct... What if neither of us win? Oh, then we buy Jen and Steve pizza. Okay, fine. Producers. Fine by me. Right, let's get into this. Again, like last week, 
there were some really incredible performances and there were some really not so incredible performances. I feel that the second show this week, I loved it, but I don't feel it had the same oomph as last week's show. I feel like last week they all came straight out the blocks and they all really wanted to impress us and I could tell that they were all really chomping at the bit to get that first performance out of the way and I feel like this second episode to me it was a little bit more labored maybe the nerves had kicked in because they'd already seen who had skated they already knew that one of them was going to be skating against you know Ricky Hatton maybe they were dreading that in case you know things got took a turn for the for the boxing worst I don't know (laughs) (laughs) maybe they were worried but I just felt like this week everybody was a little bit more cautious, a little bit more worried. I was a little bit more worried watching some of them. I totally agree. Now this, we've spoken about this before on previous podcasts about the difference between what's better to skate in week one or to skate in week two. And I think what we saw tonight is the nerves got the better of the week two celebrities, right? Because granted, they've experienced the live studio from last week, but now they have to skate in it this week. You kind of sit in that nervous energy for an extra week. Some people like to just get out there and do it first, right? Because then it's done and over with. I totally agree with you. And I think that first week uh, when you're watching everybody else and you're just sitting there and you want to give it a go and then all of a sudden it becomes reality that somebody's journey is coming to an end, that's when it suddenly means so much more to you. And I can remember as a pro on the show for 15 series, when I was placed in the second week, I hated it. Because what happens with the celeb is they are nervous all week long. And it's a different kind of nerves than leading up to the very first show. Like I just said, they've already seen them perform, right? They, But they haven't gone yet. And it's just nervous energy all week long. And it's hard on the pro at that point to keep your celebrity focused, to kind of keep their brain out of what is about to happen and just concentrate on that training. So Yeah, I think that was palpable this week. And it actually made me a little bit on edge. So I didn't enjoy this show as much as I enjoyed the first one. So I just felt like I was kind of holding my breath as well. A little bit, yeah. All right, so first to skate was Claire Sweeney and Colin Grafton. They skated to holding out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. Now, I have to say, I love Claire. She is a bundle of love and a bundle of joy. I've been a fan of hers, like, especially her TikToks. Like, she just is, she's a social... Have you met her? I've never met her, no. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's a lovely, warm human being. She's really, really lovely. She's very generous with her time. Her personality is very warm. Um, Yeah, she's just gorgeous. And in boot camp, she, I'm going to quote her here. She said, everything about this show terrifies me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, first off, that's true, right? Pretty much every celebrity that has done the show has said that. But you could really tell in the beginning she was scared-less. Yeah, I agree with you. Coming out first after having watched the first episode uh, and watched all of the celebs do really well and nobody had any major dramas or any major force, that plays on your mind. And now she's got to open the show. Uh, And to open the show, actually, that is a big responsibility because every show we know opens with a bang. Mm-hmm. So they, the producers or whoever makes that call has really trusted her and trusted that she's going to get that job done and open the show and set the tone. I loved her piece. Did I think it was an opening uh, routine? I didn't think it was quite strong enough. Now, Claire has these beautiful lines. I mean, she looked amazing. She was a golden goddess. Mm. Uh, her hair was spectacular. I mean, she looked stunning. But I do feel that from the top half up, she has these gorgeous lines. Of course, we know she's theater trained. She's dance trained. She's a musical theater uh, legend. And actually, I was surprised that her skating was was quite good, actually. She was quite good on the ice, but I don't didn't feel it was strong enough to be an opening performance. How about you? Well, I think, A, she's she had great face. 
And oh, what I mean did. by that is she knew where the camera was at all times. And you can tell that's a seasoned performer. That's a seasoned actress. I really appreciated that watching her, she drew me in. Like she spoke to me through the camera, right? As did far she as forget the, it halfway through that? Did she so forget her performance? I was just going to say, so technically speaking, her crossovers are beautiful. Christopher Dean even mentioned that, right? Forwards and backwards crossovers. She had a really nice posture, but there was a little bit of, of a moment, I would say three quarters of the way through, where it looked like she forgot the routine. I don't know if that was choreographed or not. It was kind of a wide shot, so it was kind of, it was hard to tell. It was a bit of empty space, which I'm sure wasn't meant to be that there definitely would have been choreography in there. If she didn't forget it, then they need to just work on that central part of their routine because we shouldn't be questioning whether they forgot it or Correct. not. And if it was a mistake or something happened, I do have to say, though, she covered it really well. So what I wrote down uh, on my notes were that she had great arms, but she was methodical and cautious. She had great knee bend, but I shouldn't be writing methodical and cautious because I want to enjoy her. Her personality and her spirit is so beautiful and so warm, and I want to enjoy that on the ice. I need to see more of her, more of her bubbly self on and the I ice. Think, I think that'll come with time. You know, like you said, she opened the show. This is the first time. The, the second week celebrities kind of get a bad rap sometimes because we've already seen from last week six people, and we forget sometimes that this is their first performance on week two. What was her score? Her score was 22. Did you agree with that? Yeah, I, I do, actually. I think that's a really safe score. Um, I wrote my the only thing I wrote really for her was it was a very safe skate safe. It yeah. was cautious. It was safe. Yeah. yeah. And again, room for improvement there if we can get a little bit more oomph a little which actually that's what Chris said is that she needed more oomph behind it. That is it, that's kind of easy to to create. Well, but she doesn't need to actually because she already has that inside her. She was just suppressing that, I think, probably because she was nervous or maybe because she was trying to just get through that first skate yeah. clean and not fall over. She actually has a lot of oomph in her personality. She's a big personality, big persona. So let's just see more of that. I think it's going to come. Good. I really do. Let it go, girl. Let it go. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it go and let it flow. That's next week. <laughs> Jumping ahead. <laughs> the music was great, though. I loved it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Second to skate was Miles Nazaire and Vanessa Bauer. Beautiful. What a Again, little hottie he is. Hello. We have got some hot talent on the show this year. They skated to Hard to Handle by Black Crows. Okay. In the VT. Very flirty. Oh. I picked up some energy. Did you I now? Did. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Oh, you mean between him and her? No, not us. Oh, sorry. Girl, I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> I didn't know that. You just outed yourself. <laughs> I am shook. Uh, so, yeah, between them. Okay. I thought you meant like, him with everybody. Right. No, like You're, she was giggling all the time and she was like, my cheeks she... hurt because you just make me laugh so much. And I loved it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I feel like you're spilling the inside of tea, and I like that. I don't have it. Well, they're a cute couple. They're, they're stunning. I mean, if they had little cute little babies, I'd be oh all over that. It'd be amazing. Incredible. Instagram ready. I mean, when I saw him <clears throat> step out onto the ice, I was like, this is one to watch. Camp. In boot camp. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he is one to watch. Because you could tell he just was ready to embrace it, and he was ready to go. He just he was straight out of the package. Good to Absolutely. go. Absolutely. And he's gorgeous, right? Now, unfortunately, as we saw in the VT2, he dropped Vanessa in what looked like maybe a day or two before it could have actually have been a dress rehearsal because of the lighting that was on the studio that throws and we spoke about this last week that really can throw a male celeb off kilter 
that definitely had that effect on this couple. Um, I think you're right. I think it was right before the main performance or the day before the main performance and it probably kept him up all night or was playing on his mind because I have to say... I was expecting him to be exactly the same kind of energy that he brought to boot camp. And actually, when he came out, he was great when he was on the car. And I was like, here we go. Let's go. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what you've got. And then he kind of underwhelmed me. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to be sorry by any means. I think I agree to a certain extent because, like you said, that opening pose of him on the car. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. This is going to be great. The longer it went on, the less impressed I became. I kind of feel like it just fizzled out. And that could be an endurance thing because yes, he's fit, right? Like he looks like he could pick he's Vanessa young. up he's well, young, and he's yeah. young. But I think too, something that a lot of times the pros don't train is the performance endurance. You have to keep that energy going up until the time you take that final bow. And once he got on the ice, obviously he's now thinking, even though he's confident and he was a good skater, he's obviously now thinking about the technique. He's playing on his mind that they've had an accident yeah. uh, previously. I think we felt that. And you're right. It wasn't that the performance fizzled so much. It was the energy in the performance fizzled for me. Yeah. And I was just a little bit underwhelmed. And, and I really was rooting for them. I really wanted them to be great because I want somebody to be able to take on the Ryans of the competition. And I want to see that head to head. I want to see them go against each other and, and be equally great and spur each other on. And I didn't feel he quite hit the mark. But I think he's got masses and masses and masses of potential. Absolutely. Now, the choreography, Vanessa is renowned, is so well known for her choreography. I loved it. Technically speaking, his extensions are exquisite. Mm. His Some of those arabesque positions that he was doing and landing positions are just as good as Vanessa's. And for a male celeb, that is huge, absolutely huge. It's a strange thing with Miles because he has this confidence about him. You know, even when you can hear him speak, you can tell he's very articulate. He's very confident on camera. He had a confidence on the ice when we saw him in boot camp. Amazing. And then all of a sudden when he skated in the show, I just felt like he was just holding back, mm -hmm. maybe. And again, that could be from the fall. But you know what? When rehearsals. you look that good, who who needs to go all out? <laughs> right? Uh, now, they scored a total of 26. It was basically 6.5s across the board. Big score for week one as well. They Huge. ended up third on the leaderboard. How does that compare to Ryan's performance last week? Because these two are, are going to go head-to-head. -head. You know, they're the two young, hot males. Uh, personally, I feel that Ryan just felt a little bit more polished. I agree. But how did the scores compare? Oh, scores compare, sorry. Um, so Ryan and Amani scored 26.5 last week. Miles and Vanessa scored 26 this week. So he's only a 0.5 underneath. Again, next week, though, when they compete against each other, that is going to be the real truth. But what's really interesting is Miles and Vanessa fell on the same trick that Ryan and Amani fell on last week, or at least that was during um, training. Obviously, it wasn't during uh, dress rehearsal, but it was a, a very, very, very similar trick. Somebody's paying attention. Boom. Well done, Frankie. Thank you. Well done. Um, and then judges, pretty much all I had said, you know, like he looks at home on the ice. Odie said that he breathed through it. and what she I think what she meant to say was he got through it. That's what I felt. Oh, really? Well, I felt like when he came out, we were looking at a winner or a contender. Oh, I see what for the you, championship. Okay, I see but what you mean, I, yeah. I think by the end of it, I felt like he got through it. Gotcha. Fair enough. Chris thought it was really strong. And I agree with Chris. He's a bit bouncy. His well, forward skating is a little bit up and down, a little bit pedestrian. And that can trip you up. Yep. Those toe picks, as we talked about last week. And those knees. All right, Miles and Vanessa, keep going. You guys got it. We love you. Okay. Third to skate. I, I just, I didn't even write anything down I for didn't this. either. Adele Roberts and Mark Henretti. 
I'm getting emotional even thinking about it. I lost my mother to cancer. Adele, as we know, is a cancer survivor. Uh, she's the first time that we have ever had a person on the show skate with a stoma bag. Mm -hmm. When I heard about this booking, and if you go back through the previous podcast, we have talked about it, made me a little bit nervous because it's dangerous. Adele was stunning. She was breathtaking. I, I wrote down one word. I just put beautiful. She was absolutely breathtaking. I'm actually an ambassador for the um, Bobby Moore Fund, which is a bowel cancer charity. Uh, so I know a lot about uh, what goes into the treatment and kind of getting to the causes of, of bowel cancer. And it's a very misunderstood disease and it's very misdiagnosed. Mm. So for her to have contracted it so young and to have gone through what she's gone through, the trauma that her body has experienced by the removal of her bowel and the replacement of that with a stoma bag, for her to be such a sunny, upbeat, positive personality after what she has gone through is honestly remarkable and I think once I realized that, that it was going to be her and Mark that skated next I actually just wanted to to watch her and enjoy it and enjoy it I did they are top of the leaderboard I know and rightly so I know she was like she was light she was airy she was a breath of fresh air her attitude towards life never mind towards the skating show is commendable a, she is true inspiration yeah I mean, even outside of the ice. And what really got me was she was saying when she was in recovery, she used to train outside Ali Pali. And if you don't know at home, Ali Pali has an ice rink and we use it a lot of times uh, for dancing on ice. So Ali Pali has a massive hill that you have to, that she was running up. Yeah. That's incredible in itself. And then she said that what she would do is when she'd get to the top of the hill, which is where the ice rink is, she would visualize herself beating cancer and learning to ice skate. And she would visualize the chemo draining through her body. I mean, what a woman. I'm just, I need some Adele time. I'm I'm just, I, I'm speechless. I mean, I think it's, I don't know out of 16 series if we've ever seen anything like this. And yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty special. And what a pairing, her and Mark Hanretti, I couldn't be more pleased because Mark is such a caring, warm individual. We know he's got the choreography. I mean, his choreography is spectacular. Phenomenal, yeah. Phenomenal. exactly that. And he fell tonight and he's going to, I know Mark, I know Mark really well and I know how disappointed he's going to be with that. He definitely hit sequin because the way he went down, that was not his fault, but people at home wouldn't know that. Of course. But he definitely hit something on the ice, which happens. I mean, we're all professionals. We've all fallen. Christopher Dean's fallen, Jane's fallen, you've fallen, I've fallen. We've all fallen. It's yeah. fine, get over it. But I, I just know how disappointed he will be because that performance, that level of, of storytelling that they were giving us just it just he, he will have wanted that to be absolutely perfect and it and it was, it was even with the fall yeah and what was so special is that when he fell she looked at him and almost said i'm here for you that i think perfectly sums up who adele is yeah 100 percent. it was really really special they did tie for the first place on the leaderboard at 27.5 it was sevens and 6.5s across the board I think the judges said that the performance was honest and it, it definitely was, it was very genuine. You can tell that when Adele speaks, it is from the heart and it's from a very deep place. Right. She has been, you know, to the brink and back and you can feel that. And you and I saw that when she skated. She's a storyteller. It is very rare on a show like Dancing on Ice that you have that authenticity and that honesty from a performer who's never done this before. And I want to celebrate with them. She's celebrating life and she's bringing that to the rink because she's so happy that she's on the show. I just want to celebrate with them. I don't even want to write notes. I just want to watch. Yeah, same, same. Fly high, Adele. We love it. More of it. Bring it on.
I'm voting for you, Adele. Also, I really like the little blue outfit she was wearing. Super uh, cute. Yeah, and so it was the blue cat suit, uh, which we can kind of compare to maybe Hannah yeah. Spirits last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt on Adele, it was it was just a, a different line to it completely. And her and Mark are so well matched, you know. They look great together. They complement each other perfectly. They have the same kind of lines. Um, I am just in love with this couple. Me too. Boom. Agreed. All right. Go on, Adele. Go on, Adele. All right. Next up, we had Ricky Norwood and Annette Dittert. Um, they skated to Body Groove by the Architects and Wiles. Wiles? Willies? <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me the willies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I loved it. Um, it had a street vibe to it that we don't often see on Dancing on Ice because that's a really difficult it's genre. It's hard, man. It's, it's a, hard. It's a difficult genre to bring to the ice, right? You have got to be able to get down with your bad self. So I loved it a lot because I just liked the music and I liked the vibe that they were bringing and I liked that he was like fully, fully, fully 100 million percent committed to his streety vibe. Like bring it on. I will give you that. 100 percent commitment. Skating wise, I was really disappointed. I know. Really disappointed. I love Ricky. I've met him quite a few times. Um, He's such a great guy. However, okay, so... We see in those boot camp days when they first get on the ice and you're like, oh, wow, they, they're not going to get it. And, and then you always think, oh, but they will. They, yeah. And granted, yes, I almost feel like he's the most improved for this week. I agree. Right? I agree. Um, and he can skate. It just It's just really, really raw. He has got to catch up fast. I yeah. feel like maybe he's just about turned that corner where he's getting it and he's no longer fearful of it because you can tell there's a lot of fear in him. Yeah, Odie did say that he just, he needs to continue to work on the skills. He's got to focus on his skills. My question to that is, is there time? No. Because the show, the the rocket has launched and it doesn't stop for another nine weeks. When you compare him to Adele, Adele's basics were smooth like butter. And then you watch Ricky afterwards and he was shaky. Yeah. I was shaky for him. And even outside of the choreography, the choreography was very stiff. And like you said, it's street, it's hip hop. It still can have a little bit of movement, but I'm going to hound him too for the amount of standing still time while dancing. Oof, that was a lot of standing still time. Fair enough, it's week one for them, even though it's show two, but it's week one for them. They will they will learn, and I think, and this is my thing that I probably have said four or five times already on this, this series of the podcast, is if you're going to dance, dance with forward movement. Even if it's just a two-foot glide, just do that with the arm movement as opposed to just standing still because... Anybody can dance on the floor. It doesn't read well on ice. You have to be moving. We're a fast sport. So you need to get a move on, Ricky. I I really love that he was fully committed. I've said that already. Ash said that the performance was great, and he is a street dance specialist, so that's high praise indeed. Um, But you're right, 100%. It was a lot of standing still. I I have to say, though, um, I loved Annette. She's a new pro on the show. Welcome, Annette. Uh, Loved her. She's so cute. She's great. Yeah. I love... You can tell that she's going to fit into this machine really, really well. And if I can give you any advice, Annette, try and get extra ice time with with Ricky. Yeah, depending on his or schedule. Or work on the floor. Yeah, or even that. Or, you know, do, yeah, depend, I guess depending upon his filming schedule or what, whatever he's up to now. But I, I really want to get behind Ricky, and I, I know I am behind him, but I he's just... He's got this really cute personable face. Like, yeah. I just want to sit down and have a drink with him because he looks so much fun. Like, he looks like he's going to be a great... And I Fun think guy. he's, like you said, he's kind of at that tipping point. Like it's, 
we could see next week he gets it, right? Because yeah. it is. It's, it's a matter of sometimes with people's skating skills, it's like one day you're like, oh, gosh, they're just never going to get it. And then literally they'll come in the next day. It typically happens over a weekend when you've got a couple of days off. Mm -hmm. They come in the next day feeling refreshed and it just clicks. Who gets the day off at the weekend on Dancing on Ice? Well, they don't. <laughs> and Monday. Maybe they're Monday. Monday afternoon, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky. They're Monday or they're Tuesday. Wow. And then uh, like last week, the audience booed the scores. He got a score of 20. It was pretty much 5.5. Well, it was 4.5 to 5.5. I feel like Ricky's mom was leading that boo. She was the best. I want Ricky to go through to the final because I want to see his mom every week. Yes. She was the best little cheerleader. I love her. And knowing and having met Ricky a couple of times, he's definitely a fighter. He's not going to give up. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to what Annette and Ricky are going to come up with. More positivity to you guys. All right. Then number five. Lou Sanders and Brendan Hatfield skating to Hung Up by Madonna. Great um, track. Great track. They were in kind of like a ballet motif, 80s ballet-ish workout gear. Gym leggings. I was getting stronger living Newton-John vibes or, you know, uh, let's get physical type of vibes. Yes. Um, I loved it. I love the outfit. Uh, she has been a roller skater. Yes. So we can see that she was already strong from day one. Um, she definitely had her feet underneath her and she was confident. She's obviously fallen a lot with roller skating. So you can tell that she wasn't scared. Um, she was a very sunny personality. Mm. Uh, I just expected a little bit more from her. From what I saw in boot camp, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. She's actually going to be a good skater. And then I don't know what happened. She was a little wobbly. I completely disagree with you. Oh! <gasps> I have to say. I feel like there might be a D-I-V-O-R-C-E here. A divorce? No, never. Okay, so boot camp, yes. Decent. Good. She's a trier. Yeah. And she wants to try everything. Yeah. What I loved is her attitude. That is a winning attitude. Yeah. I never did write never down, says no. Never I did says write I down that she was very sunny. Yes. Yeah. And I think my biggest thing when I was teaching the celebs is the use of the C word and not what you think with that, but it's can't. Mm -hmm. Right. When they say, oh, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, we have you tried it. No. OK, well, let's try it first and then we'll see how we can modify it, make it easier or whatever. You might get it on your first try. She just kept going. Yeah, she 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 did definitely have a great attitude. And I think that came from her roller skating background. You know, she was very confident. She did a lot, a lot of skating by herself. There was tons of content. I mean, I would say half the routine was on her own. So she wasn't using Brendan as an assistant. Uh, forwards and backwards crossovers. She did pivot. There was so solo skating. She did those little just, jumps, two foot to two and foot. And then she did jumps. Now, here's the, here's my thing. Lou, I think she's a diamond in a rough. Do you? I think it's like when you find a diamond in the side of a mountain and you're like, oh, that's a rock. But then you polish it and you do whatever you do to get a diamond. I don't know what they do to get diamonds. <laughs> cut them. <laughs> they, when you cut the diamond. They chew them. They chew them. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just think to me, it's obvious that she's not dance trained and that's okay. Again, I don't mind that she's not dance trained. Um, I feel like she kind of rushed through everything and she has the confidence that that won't trip her up. Some people, if they rush through things, they're going to trip. She's obviously already quite strong on her feet, but I found her very wobbly. And I think it was OT that said she needs to work on her core because everything she did, I felt like she threw it away. I didn't get to see it finished. I didn't feel like it was solid. Um, I just felt like there was a lot of wobbling in between. What's her first performance, though? I mean, I know, but it's everybody's first performance. I know, but she's she does she's not a dancer. She's not. I mean, yes, she can stand on a stage behind a microphone and tell jokes, but it's not movement. It's not. Um, yeah. It's not stage school. 
I mean, I get what you're saying. I totally do. I think her skating of and on its own was amazing. And you and I would know that. Yeah. But did the people at home watching it enjoy it? Probably not. Because it wasn't finished. And I think, too, she needs to connect with us at home yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And again, that comes from the performance side of it. Yeah. The judges pretty much scored her 4.5 and 5s, a total of 19.5. Was that booed? I booed it. Yeah. I, I thought they could have been at least a 0.5 higher. Yeah, I mean, that's because you're looking at it from a technical point of view and you know that she she's a good skater. Yes, and I think knowing that, if she would have gotten even a 0.5 or a cumulative one point higher, she would have been above Ricky because if we compare Ricky to Lou... She's a much better skater. Agreed. Thank you very much. <laughs> I feel like you've just gone, I've told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jet-lagged this week. I'm back, baby. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, mm. Okay, well, I'm, how I'm about... on the fence. And well, look, okay, you're right. You told me so. She's a great skater. I get it. But she did end up in the skate off. I know she did. So, spoiler alert, she ended up in the skate off because I think the public at home felt like I did that we couldn't really quite get behind her because she wasn't quite finished enough. And actually, when I look at her skating, I'm thinking, this girl is a really good skater, mm -hmm. but she's just not selling it to me. So, I feel like everybody else at home is going, eh. What, what was that? Brendan, go put the sale sign on the front of her house <laughs> so that she can start selling it because I want to get behind you too. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. What's next? Who's next? It's Eddie the Eagle Edwards. And my God, the Eagle has landed. For the win, we can all go home. The, the series is over. He's oh, basically won it. my Lord above. Okay, first of all, let me just talk about him flying in on his giant eagle. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I want that prop. I want that prop. But I was like, oh, this is so gimmicky. He's going to get off that and wobble around because they've had to give him a gimmick to get him in and, and build him up. No, wrong, 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 wrong. He was amazing. He was incredible. He really was. Now they skated to living on a prayer. He did not need a prayer. Let me tell you that because he was living all the way through that by Bon Jovi. Now, the interesting thing is you saw in the VT, Eddie was originally paired with Tippy Packard. Yeah. And a couple of weeks into training, uh, she was she injured her knee. And then he they And we wish her all the best. And we do wish Tippy all the best. I love Tippy to death. Um, she's a California girl. Hey. Uh Tippy last year skated with uh Darren Harriet, who was the comedian. However, because Tippy got injured, they then replaced her with Vicky Ogden. Who's who, done the show a few times. Who's done the I think this is her fifth or sixth series. That partner change at that crucial time of training is can make or break anybody. Oh, that can be really difficult because you've gotten used to the way one person speaks, the language that they use when they're trying to teach you something, the way that they demonstrate things, and then all of a sudden you've got this brand new person who you don't know, and now you have to rebond again uh, with your partner. Not easy at all. And so imagine if Eddie and Tippy, if Tippy had never been injured, and Eddie and Tippy would have still been together. He would have basically been better than Christopher Dean at this point. <laughs> I mean, boom. It just really shows that you can never prejudge somebody. And Vicky Ogden, actually, she has been around since, I think, series two or series three. She's just dipped in and out of the show. Sometimes she's been on the show. Sometimes she's been the understudy. Sometimes she hasn't been on the show. Uh, so even though it's only her fifth or sixth series, she's been around this environment a long time. She's yeah. a great coach. Yeah. So I think, you know, for her to come in, it was probably 
Um, a really smart decision. Yeah, because because she already knows what she's doing. Now, why did we love Eddie so much? Okay, where do oh, I start? Oh, I loved everything about where do I start? him. Listen, I was already a huge Eddie the Eagle fan before he even stepped on the ice. So even if he would have been awful and just fallen and rolled all over the place, I would still have loved him. <laughs> I would still have voted for him. I love him. Now, he was actually leading Vicky. And in ice dancing terms, that is a very important thing to do. And you don't often see this with the male celeb. I don't think I've really ever seen that with a male celeb. Maybe Chris Fountain, maybe Ray Quinn. Yeah. Uh, but we're talking the greats here. Yeah. We're not talking about Week a 60-year-old man. I know. Week one leading, he did um, butterfly jumps in hold. The technique was brilliant. It's a little unrefined, but again, this is their first performance. And he's not a performer. So I will give him that. Um, but the crossovers, the knee bend, the just everything about it was awesome. It was fast. It was safe. It was secure. It was fun. The only thing I will say is because he's a born entertainer. Like you can see that's inside of him. And actually, we all knew that because if you were around in 1988 when he was at the Olympics, <coughs> which I was, <laughs> he, he had this personality that everybody got on board with. Like, everybody wanted to know about Eddie the Eagle. And I think he came last at that Olympics. You know, he barely made the cut um, to compete. It was so hard for him. He had to fight every step of the way uh, for the Olympic Committee to even send him. Yeah. Uh, and he became this iconic figure at the Winter Olympics. Everybody got behind him. The whole country loved him. We'd never had a ski jumper anyway. I mean, we don't have snow. We don't even have hills. It's incredible. Like, where did this guy even come from? Uh, so I think that just tells you everything you need to know about Eddie. Like he he will rewrite that rule book. And even though he hasn't been performance trained or stage trained or whatever you want to call it, dance trained, who cares? I love him. But he performed. He performed everything. He looked straight down the camera. Like he's not scared of that by any means. A lot of people can be scared of the camera. Yeah. He loved it. And his little face lit up. I would have loved to have been backstage tonight after he's finished skating, got the scores, and then skated back through the tunnel into the training rink. I would have loved to have been there just to feel, feel his that energy. energy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. totally. Oh, I loved him. I loved him. Um, the only thing I'm going to raise, I'm going to raise one eyebrow and say, how's he going to cope with slow music? Great question. Love story. Mm -hmm. Great question. Because that is when... Uh, vulnerability comes out yeah and it can be a very raw experience out there you're on your own with your partner in the middle of this kind of environment where you have to tell this beautiful love story and you have to act it mm -hmm. uh, and while I feel he has this great sunny fun personality um, he isn't a born he isn't a trained performer so while he's a born performer he's not a trained performer will he be able to tap into that and bring us a love story when the time comes well I hope Vicky is already working on that with him now because that is something that takes weeks and weeks and if not months if not years to master what's the matter some people just aren't comfortable with eye contact <laughs> <laughs> psych brilliant Brilliant. Well, the judges scored him 27.5, which puts him joint on top of the leaderboard with Adele. And I could it's not... a joke. Why? Well, I would have given him 37.5. Come <laughs> on. It's a joke. There could have been two better people joint first place for this week. I agree. And light and shade. I mean, obviously, Adele's piece was beautiful. Eddie's piece was the absolute opposite of that. It, it was really was. absolutely brilliant. But let's just say now that we've seen Eddie the Eagle perform on Dancing and Ice, the competition can start. I am ready for more Eddie. As you all know, we are sponsored by Lakeside Shopping Center. 
the leading retail and leisure center in Essex. Just 35 minutes from London, free parking, and over 250 stores to discover. And this week's episode was styled by Quiz. And I'm styled by Police. I need to call the fashion Police because you look so hot. So tonight, the first skate-off of the series. Before the skate-off, though, we did get to see Jane and Chris perform, which was really nice because we don't typically get to see them skate until at least halfway through the series. So it was fun to see them out there doing their thing once again. Oh, that was an awe moment. Jane and Chris back on the ice and all my my world is now complete. (laughs) Yeah. And then dun, 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 the skate-off. Actually, the skate-off is triggering all kinds of anxiety in me because I've been Likewise. in so many. It's not even just the skate-off, but when they go for the lineup and the spotlights. And the lineup's that, worse. And that tension bed of music that's underneath everything. And you can hear all the audience shouting and screaming for their favorite person's name. And then Holly's voice saying, and the next skater that's safe is literally... Horrific. M- makes me want to run out of the room. And you know what it is as well? I tell you what it is. You're you're standing there and you're conscious that you're on camera and you're conscious that all the fans at home have been voting for you and you never know when that camera's going to flick on your face. So you don't know if you're on camera, if you're not on camera. So you're trying to maintain this fake smile when actually <laughs> all you want to do is cry and run away. It's true. And like your cheeks start to hurt and you're like... <laughs> Do I still look good? But then, still- as they call each name out, you can't hear because it's so loud in the studio. You don't from even the know first- if it's you or not. As we saw Mark, Mark, Mark was like, oh, that's us. That's us. That's us. But unfortunately, Lou was put into the skate off against Ricky tonight. I think what's interesting, and we need to touch on this with the skate-off, is that, you know, the public vote can really count here. And I think, you know, on balance, even though I said that Lou's core was a little bit wobbly, she was a great skater. She was better than Ricky. And I think on balance, we probably would have seen Ricky in the skate-off. Right. But look, he's he's got an EastEnders following where Lou is a little bit more niche because she's a comedian. And so I feel like his voters are more likely to watch a show like this. Correct. Uh, And I think that's probably what saved him. And I think we really need to talk about that because even though we knew she was going to be the better skater when we knew that she was going up against Ricky, that she would probably beat him, anything can happen. She could have fallen. Yep, it's very true. And as they've said, if you fall in the skate-off, they typically means 99% of the time you get voted off because they don't want to see mistakes. Sometimes, obviously, if it's a not too big of a mistake, they will forgive it because their skating is so much better than the other person. But tonight, it could have gone either way. Now, put yourself in loose skates. Hmm. She's standing there in the lineup. She knows that she skated quite well. She definitely didn't fall or have anything major go wrong. And all of a sudden, she's the one that has to skate again. Well, That's and, terrifying. And to think, because, you know, you know, you kind of know your own worth sometimes too, right? And she knows that she can skate. And then she's looking at the person she's got to skate up against, Ricky Hatton, she's like, why am I here? Yeah. It doesn't I, make sense sometimes. And I understand. You see on her face, she looked really sad. Yeah. However, Ricky came out first um, to do the skate off. And I actually have had a couple of questions from some fans of how do they decide who goes first? If you are in show one, you skate first. And if you're in show two, you skate second. Now, when we get to a normal week, which is like three through 10, it goes off of running order. Yep. So whoever skated first in the main show then skates first in the skate-off. Ricky skated first. In his little velvet shirt, which I love. I mean, I just wanted to give him a hug. I know. I felt so bad for him. He looked more nervous this week, I feel, than he did on week one. 
which can happen sometimes, as I said last week, because they have sat all week worrying about the skate off. Knowing that they have to step it up. And sometimes you just can't. In a week, there's just not much more you can do. I feel like Ricky, you know, his basic skating was not going to improve that much over the course of this week. And especially when we saw that it was going to be Lou that he was up against, we already know that she had good skating skills. Yeah. Like I said, anything can happen. You know, you're not out until you're out. And she could have fallen. She didn't. Um, and I feel like Ricky skated. I was a little bit disheartened for him. And like you said, I just wanted to give him a hug because I feel like he knew yeah. that this was not going to be his his chance to, to bring it back and to shine. So did you notice that um, Lou tripped on the way out and Ricky tripped on his way over to the judges? Yeah. And that was just in the skate off. I mean, anything can happen at this point. Well, again, that's the nerves, right? Yeah, of course. And unfortunately, we lost Ricky Hatton. Boo! The hit Manhattan. Yeah. Thank you for your time, though, Ricky. I thoroughly enjoyed seeing your skate. What a lovely man as well. And he really seems like a lovely man. Yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, this is a competition. Somebody has to leave. Nobody wants to be the first one to go. I think Ricky held himself with great grace. He spoke really well at the end. He thanked everybody. He thanked Robin, who is a fantastic professional. And really, and truthfully, we're really going to miss her. We will. And well done, Robin, for all the work that you did put in with Ricky. Lots of love to you. All right. Well, let's have a look at the leaderboards from this week and last week. First up, last week's leaderboard topped with Ryan and Amani at 26.5, followed by... Amber and Simon, Greg and Vanessa, Roxy and Sylvan, and then Hannah and Andy. And unfortunately, as you just heard, we lost Ricky and Robin. Then this week, joint tied was Adele and Eddie with 27.5, followed by Miles, Claire, Ricky, and Lou. Now, interestingly enough, I'm very excited to see Lou next week because she's going to have what we call the skate-off syndrome. It makes you a stronger skater and a stronger performer. She has something now that nobody else in that cast has, the experience of a skate-off. She's got the bounce back. And I'm looking forward to seeing Eddie the Eagle every week. Eagle! <laughs> well, that's it from us, you guys. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to the Icebreakers podcast. And make sure that you tune in for our bonus episode on Friday where we'll be sitting down and chatting to Denise Welsh. And we'll also be deep diving into your questions and comments from over the week. So get involved. And make sure you guys are following us across all the social media platforms. On Instagram, we are at ice.breakers.pod. Facebook and TikTok is icebreakerspod. YouTube is icebreakerspod. And if you want to email us, it is officialicebreakerspod at gmail.com. And something very new, we now have a WhatsApp broadcast channel, which you can search us at icebreakerspod. Produced by Be Inspired Media, the content and podcast agency.